It's man like Dan. Come on. Welcome to Melody and Proud. Today, you're wondering who we've got over here. This man is a pioneer. He's not ordinary. He's a visionary. So I'm going to say his name nice and clearly because this man is sitting right near me. So let's welcome the big man, Christopher Herbert. <laughs> Come on, come on. Bro, this claps for you, bro. Nah, that's for you, man. Obviously, he's the founder of Fit for Life Youth. Um, quickly, do you want to say what you do? Yeah, uh, Fit for Life Youth. So we're a non-for-profit organisation uh, based in, in West London, Labour Grove. We do a lot of work in schools, community centres, um, youth clubs, just places within the area, normally within Labour Grove, but around. We've also got our own gym. So mm. uh, Fly HQ. 151 Freston Road, W1060H. Come All my on, friends yeah. that are watching, they're going to laugh now because I say it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Bring Freston the mic a bit closer, please. Yeah, cool. Closer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we got um, we got our gym there, Freston Road. Um, yeah, man, we're just doing a lot of work in, in, in my local community. And we're just, yeah, man, we're doing stuff like that with the young cool. people. Right, let's pause. Let's look, let's look at his arms, though, innit? He's been in the gym as well, innit? <laughs> I'm in, in the gym. gym. You know, it's funny. I don't even train as much as I used nah, to, but I'm in the gym all the time. The lies, the lies, the lies, the lies. But um, before we begin, yeah, this is going to be a nice motivational one, innit? So really just steep his story. Please um, like this, share this to whoever you think could find this valuable as well. So my first question to you is what made you start Fit for Life? Boy, Fit for Life, the reason I set it up, man, is... um. If you've heard me speak before, you would have heard me say say a similar story to this, man. But it's quite, it's really, when I was younger, myself, my friends, um, we used to go to a youth club a lot. Uh, we used to play football. You know, we had two youth workers. They uh, they get embarrassed when I big them up, but big up mm. Rick, Ola, you know, you know who you are. There was others, but those were the two prominent ones. Um, and they, they made a big impact in my life. Like mm. they were, I'm definitely part, no, me and my friends are who we are today as a result of the work they did with us. And even after we left the youth club, we still kept in touch with them. We're still in touch with them now. Mm. Um, so, so that fully made an impact on your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, you know, on my estate when I grew up, there wasn't actually that many black people there on my estate, mm. to be fair. Um, it's changed now, but we, especially we're African descent. Mm. So in the youth, so in the youth club, myself and me and my main kind of core friends that lived on the same estate, we're all black. We, we went, you know, racism and, just it's not even even the, the the kids that was doing it at the time they're just kind of doing what they've they're just repeating things they've heard they don't even know what they're saying mm. so but we used to have to kind of fight things like that stick up for each other so then in the youth club we kind of when when rick and ola came to the youth club it was just nice seeing like black stuff to be real with you like mm. and black men as well so i'm i'm fortunate i've got like both my parents are at home but with rick and ola it was like they were just different especially they were more, you can relate to them on different things. My parents are Nigerian. Mm. So there's certain things that was going on that I can't really speak to them about. Do you know what I mean? Or think there's even the slang, even just their perspective. Cause with Rick and Ola, they was just out. Football was just different. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like I said, they just made a big impact on me. Then I, you know, I've run other businesses before, you know, I've been, I've been part of other businesses, but they've never really like, they weren't, they were just about money. I mean, they were good. They made good money. They did all right, but there was no passion into it. They were mm. just doing it for money. Didn't enjoy it. You know, I sold one of the businesses. The other one I'm still partly part of, um, but it just wasn't something that I fully, fully enjoyed. Mm. Then somebody, it came to a point, one of my friends, he was doing some stuff and he was doing, I was like, right, it's quite inspiring to me. Big up Cam King. So yeah, he was doing some stuff. It was like, I was like, right, this is inspiring. And he had a launch event for something he was doing at the time. And then I remember coming home and I was like, that's a bit mad. Like Cam's doing that. I'm doing this that's like cam's inspiring it's just like i want to do something better 
Mm. I mean, and then like um, someone there was a guy that in my in my building where I live, an older guy, he passed away about a week or so before. Mm. So you know when people close to you pass away, yeah, you kind of start thinking like, right, when I what people when I die, what's it gonna be like? My future, you just that's what I was thinking anyway. Mm. So I was like, right, what are people gonna say about me when I die? Like, oh, and I was like, so it just made me just then I just changed it up. Like I was just thinking, oh, this is long. I just want to change. I want to do something more. So do something different. Mm. Then I was speaking to my cousin actually, and then we were just talking. And then I was like, yeah, man, I just want to go passion over profits. That's like something that I kind of coined. So I've said it quite a few times. People might know about it, but it's like I go in passion first, then profit second. Mm. Whereas before it was always just money. How much that make? Yeah, what? We used to do that. We sold that. We get this at the end of the month. Da, da, da. Where this one, I thought, you know what? I want to make an impact in a young person's life, in young people's life. I want to help out the community. And I want to do stuff that I enjoy doing. Mm. So I just started doing voluntary, bro. I went to, I contacted my old primary school contacted my old youth club. I went back to my youth club mm. where I, where I was, because, you know, I so went back there starting, I was, I was really into boxing. Like I got into yeah, boxing. Yeah. I never grew up doing boxing, but over the years, and I think that actually, because I've done a lot of sports growing up, but boxing kind of crystallized what I already had when I think back on it now. So it's like, I was like, yeah, I must do, I st- I've done my levels, like boxing shooter, level one, level two. Do you know what I mean? I just got into boxing. So I went there and I was like, look, man, I'm a boxing coach. I'm here. I can help. Mm. Then one, then a guy like Dalgano Community Centre. So I'm actually a trustee of there now. So Dalgano Community Centre, that's in Lambert Grove. Um, the, the one of the youth workers there, he was trying to do boxing as well. And he was like, oh, look, I've got this guy, but he he's, doesn't come in often. He's late. and or not, He just doesn't, he wasn't reliable. Mm. I said, bro, what, that, what time do you do? What day? He was like, I'll do it Tuesdays and Thursdays at six to eight. He said, I'll be there every Tuesday. Boom. I said, Thursday I can't do because the volunteers, but Tuesdays I can do. But I was there, we was doing that. Now, because I've opened my own place, I don't go anymore. But that's a good four, three, four years. I was doing that every Tuesday. Build it up. We and have vo- a, like, voluntary, isn't it? Pardon? You said voluntary. voluntary yeah, 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 voluntary. Yeah, yeah, voluntary. But doing that was good. It opened doors for me. But um, with that, yeah, but we started off, we had like three or four youths that used to come, three or four mm. kids. Now, they're, they're a boxing club now. It's an amateur boxing club now, official. I'm part of that, obviously. But And then as well, it's, it's buzzing and that was a that helped me become a better coach mm. as well so to answer your question that's a long answer <laughs> no no but, it's good but, to paint um, a picture man yeah but the reason i started it man was just i wanted to make an impact and, I, and mm. the thing is now i was saying to my wife i was like i could actually stop because i've actually achieved that goal mm. like I've, I've made an impact man i know i know i have and i said and it's good to see like when you work with young people from areas that we grew up in and you see them you see that you just see when you kind of have a conversation with them and you give them a different perspective and even just being who you are is a different perspective all by itself. You don't have to open your mouth sometimes. Do you mm. know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I wanted to make an impact, man. I wanted to just give what was given to me because Rick and Ola, like, they they made a big, big part, man. They used to, sometimes after football on a Sunday, we used to go football training on a Saturday and a Sunday in in in, uh, in Big Scrubs Park. And we just used to stay afterwards and talk for about an hour, two hours. Mm. And then having some conversations. And then you're so impressionable at that age. And we just, you know, you think you know things, innit? Like yeah, you're 15, yeah. 16 talking about girls, talking about music, talking about making money. And they'll just say something. And you'll be like, raw. Oh, oh, I never thought of it like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So those, when you put all those conversations together, it forms your character. Yeah. You know? So, and, and that's not just me. I'm, you're seeing me here today. I've got, think of a whole football team mm. of all of us. I'm mainly black boys. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? Mainly black boys. All of us. So, so yeah, man, it was to make an impact. I wanted to give it back. That's what yeah. I wanted to do. That's powerful, man, because like they really had an input on your life, they mm. shape your character, your mm. mindset. But 
you never just took that win away. Like you've actually thought about giving it back. I know you've done your own thing, which is that's not a crime. Like you're meant to do your own thing anyway. But it's the fact that you have something in your heart, like you have a desire to try and give back to the community in whatever way you can and make mm. impact. So that for me is powerful. I know I asked you what does Fit for Life do, but I'm not happy with that explanation, man. You're doing well, a lot, you know. Right, and I feel right, like cool. maybe you're trying to keep her humble as well, but you're really making impact in the community. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fit for Life is based in um what is it? Um, so we're West London, man. So West we do London, yeah. we're we're Grove. To be fair, I kinda gave you the elevator pitch. So yeah. I'll go into a bit more. So we we do a lot, man. We do mentoring. Um we do like we do a lot of work with the Grenfell community. So obviously we're based around like our gym where we are is like you can see Grenfell Tower from there. So we do a lot of work with the the council kind of that we, that we do work with the council to kind of help the community mm. recover from that. So like Grenfell Recovery, um, we do mentoring. You know, so we just finished running a program um, where we had like 13 young people from the area. They all got their level two gym instructors course and we provided jobs for some of them. Um, we're still working with some of them, trying to help them kind of develop their careers in that. Um, we do, you know, we've got community sessions that we put on free in the community. Mm. So they come, they can do salsa, they can do Zumba, um, they do boxing, you know those those classes are really well well received. What's the um, age group? From anything from six really six. Mm. No, actually no, that's not true because we do taekwondo as well. Mm. Um, and he takes from four, so really from four, and you've got a whole family that comes through. You know, so you'll come for from four till six to four years old till six years old. Yeah. Then the older sisters, the older brothers, the mums, the adults. You know, we do um, there's family classes. Yeah, uh, we do and we do stuff in colleges. So we've also in the past we've done boxing shows in collaboration with Saint Charles College. Um, we we've done work in with with other charities, so we do a lot of stuff, man. Um, and we also employ a lot of local young people, mm. which is what I'm most proud of. Um, to be fair, because even when I think of some of the young people that work with me, and I think of the journey that they've made, you know, and you know, people say, "All right, cool, what we're doing is inspiring." I'm aware of that, but then when I look at the the young people, and I think, "Wow, this kid." When I first met this kid, he was so rude, mm. like, and look at him now. I'm saying, mm. or he was That's so mad, and you've helped transform his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I know I'm a humble person, but I, yeah, I recognize it because yeah, yeah. you know I recognize it. And you look and you think, when this when I first met this person, they were just they had all this protect. That's the thing; they have all the it's all inside them. Mm. It's all inside them, but you give them the avenue to to open up, man. And mm. it's, it's, it's wicked to see, man. It's mad because like everyone looks for something outside to to make them, mm. but they're already made inside, isn't it? It's just yeah. about open it up and I'm, yeah. re- I'm, re- I'm revealing it yeah. and being someone that can help someone unlock their sort of potential or realise who they can possibly be I feel that's very powerful man mm. um, of course you're always going to be humble <laughs> and not really say too much but I think it's important to acknowledge how much you've actually done like um, you helped with Grenfell as well mm. um, I, I think I read somewhere about you like helping with um, food at some point as well um no i mean there's we've worked with some food banks but not yeah. not too i mean okay food i know you're talking yeah. about yeah so we run a holiday program yeah um and a youth program so the youth programs every wednesday at a local youth center youth club um lancaster community center and then so there the kids come the young people come it's called motion um it's from six till nine mm. and it's a youth club you know we do fitness stuff with them we do mentoring there's music production we do we do quite a lot of youth club you know they come mm. and they flex sometimes as well it's just an environment it's a safe environment that's what it really is it's a safe environment where they can come and just be with their friends Mm. and there's no grooming Mm. going on like there's no one you know like people that i don't know what your crowd of people that watch this when i say grooming i mean grooming as in 
in an, on an estate, you might have an older guy that's making money illegally. Just start buying stuff for the kids, mm. for the young people, trainers, whatever it might be, designer stuff. That's a form of grooming. And then, you know, so then they can go and then start making, helping him make money. So with that, it's like a nice, safe environment where they can be around young people their age and just chill and just flex. And we provide food. So, you know, they come, they help with the cooking mm. and they enjoy it, you know, like they'll make, like, yeah, what are we making today? Like, all right, cool, we'll go Tesco's, we'll go wherever, buy, ch buy chicken, buy food, whatever, veg, whatnot. So we do that and obviously don't pay for that. Then um, on our holiday camp as well, we provide food. Like you don't, it, it's part of, so it's called, cool, it's we get funding for this though. We do get mm. funding from the council. So we they come every day. It's free. If you're on free school meals, it's free. Um, otherwise, you can bring a pack lunch if you want, but there's free, it's a free meal. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we provide breakfast, healthy snacks and lunches. So that's, yeah, we've been doing that now. How, started, how long have been going on for? That has started Easter mm. last year. And oh, that is yeah. all a result of Maybe you're aware of this or not, but you know, obviously when Marcus Rashford put pressure on the government, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's all actually a result of, of that. So oh, big, big up Marcus, Marcus Rashford. Yeah, big yeah. up Marcus, man. Yeah, yeah. So that's all a result of that. So that's that's um funding we get. And yeah, we just provide meals, man. And and, and it's good. But you know what, yeah, I, I know the funding wasn't always there before, innit? No. So like, wait, how long has the organisation been around for? for us? Yeah. Um, we just, we're about three years. Just three, three and a half years. years. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So now I want to speak about the challenges, isn't it? So mm. like, how was it like on the way to establishing a fit for life youth? Because although you've got the passion and desire to make impact, there must have been challenges on the way, innit? Yeah. And yeah, and so, hella you so what were some of the challenges? Boy, it's it's weird because you know, know someone takes a deep breath. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going through the files. You know. <laughs> I'm going through the files, man. <laughs> But no, I mean, financially, obviously, there's financial yeah. tra um, challenges because you've got to try and think how we're going to survive, you know, especially when you start employing people. Mm. It's like, right, they rely on you to, you got to pay them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And you said you wasn't funded at the beginning. No, yeah. So, That's all right. So, so we um we started off because I was never, when I set this up, I didn't know really about the whole, it's called like the voluntary sector. Mm. That's what it's referred to as. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, yeah, yeah. but now I'll say I'm a oh, social man. entrepreneur. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. yeah. So now I'm a social entrepreneur. Yeah. So it's like, my background was business. You yeah. know, All right, cool. So I know how to set up a business, limited mm. company, company's house, X, Y, Z. We actually won. So our first year, when we won the business, we won best business startup in 2019 oh, um, wow. from Kensington Chelsea. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, I thought I dropped that one in there. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that later anyway. <laughs> yeah, but that's good. Right, cool. That's cool. I brought it up. Um, so yeah, so we was originally set up as a business. So you're not able to when you're a limited company. You're not hey, wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't just speak over that. I just remember that. I watched the video in it. Yeah. That that meant a lot to you. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Just remember it, innit? Like, I know sometimes we can forget <laughs> oh, you how much, video? yeah, oh, okay. how much things meant to us at the time, innit? Because mm. you said it very casually there, innit? Like, that was a big thing to do, man. Mm. Like, that 2019. Was, yeah, yeah, that was big, man. That was big. Like, you know what it was big about that? It was like, my parents, man. Because, you know, my mum and dad, yeah, they, they hear about things I do. They don't really see it too yeah. tough. Like, you know what I mean? So... They hurt a bit. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Just a touch, just a touch. But, like, Making them proud was like, even when I speak, like, thank them, man. It was yeah. the first person I thanked. Even talking about challenges, that alone. Mm. So how it works is we were nominated. So one of our, one of the people that um, use our services, their parent nominated us. Mm. She was like, oh, Chris, like, I've nominated you for this. You have to go in. They want to interview you. They want anything. And I was like, oh. I'm just like, well, I just want to get to work, man. I'm not trying to do all this awards yeah, and, yeah. and that. And then to be fair, she had a word with me. My, my missus had a word with me. It's like, you need to like why not like what are you what are you stopping yourself for mm. so I'm like cool 
So then went to that and you go there, you see these other, you know, you see other businesses and I'm like, people are there rocking up with a whole team. Yeah, this time yeah, yeah. it's more or less just me, bruv, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, it's yeah. me and I've got like casual coaches that dip in, but yeah. bruv, I'm carrying this thing on my back. So it's like, and I'm like, rah, man, this is mad. It's kind of like a Dragon's Den thing. Yeah, yeah. So you sit there, you've got to be quick with them. Who are you? What do you do? Because they're seeing bare people all day. So I'm like, they're talking to the panel. They're asking me questions. But I'm again, where I believe in what I'm doing. I believe mm. what we're doing. So I'm like, Ray, if you give me your ear, you're, you're never just going to hear and be like, mm, all right, cool. You're going to, mm. you're going to like, you're going to feel it. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel it now, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it now, bro. Keep going, keep going. Yeah. So like, so I had the, had the thing. And I thought, you know, it went well. And the bread was like, the guy, the, the main guy on the panel was very much like, oh, you know, thank you for, for um, coming and mm. on me. But I'm like, you know, maybe just, I don't know, maybe self-doubt to be fair. It's much yeah, a bit of self-doubt. Yeah, yeah. So left out, didn't really expect to hear nothing back. Then got got an email a few weeks later. I said, yeah, you've been successful. So you're, you're a finalist. Mm. The award ceremony is this day. Rare, rare, rare. I'm like, yo, this is mad. That was sick. Like, so I was happy about that. I was That's like, wow, like. Wait, so they don't actually tell you if you won or not? No. Nah. Oh, so it's actually all surprised. You don't even know. Oh, wow. You don't even know, brother. Yeah. Like, so you got to go suit up. Yeah. But I thought, if anything, I thought, you know what? This is a moment for me. I've been on this grind for long, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've been, like, doing car washing yeah. from the age of 12, doing paper rounds, mm. set up this business, failed, tried to set up that business, didn't work. The, the, I've been out here, man, handing out flyers, knocking doors. People, one time, um, I had another business at one time, yeah? It was a drama, like me and me and my friend of mine, he was in, he's into drama, he's a drama mm. um, he's an actor. We set up a holiday camp for kids <laughs> doing drama in barns. I was out, bro, flyering, leafleting, every day, every day, putting posters on, this was so long ago, putting um, posters on, you know, trees and that, and I'm yeah, just yeah, sitting in yeah. cars. Didn't, then I got a phone call. I'm excited, like the line rang. I said, yeah, hi, yeah, this is Chris. Da, da, da. Hi, is this, um, it was called Reachable Stars. Is this Reachable Stars? Yeah, yeah. Hi, how can I help you? Uh, do you want to sign your kids up? Yeah, um, just calling about all the pollution that you're creating in our area. <laughs> like, you're hurting the trees. Can you stop blood? <laughs> hurting the trees. I was like, yeah, can you talk, bro? Wait, you know, because just pinning it into the, he yeah, goes, can yeah, you yeah. stop pinning it, pinning into the trees? I'm like, I'm like, is this a prank call? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, we're seeing your flight. This like, basically someone <laughs> from the community started like, complaining. I said, no, nah, man. I was like, cool. But my point is, I've been out here, man. Yeah, I've been yeah, out here yeah. in the rain. I used to hire out bouncer castles, bruv. You go to, right, bounce car on my own. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. go to driving to all over these places across London with these massive bounce castles. Mm. Me, in my old, first when I first did it, I had a Fiat Punto in the back of the car. When it's raining, you still got to wrap up the castle. It's mm. wet. Making my, it was just, I've been here. So I was like, nah, man, this is like, being nominated is good, but obviously I want to win. I'm a yeah. competitive person, so I play to win. Do you know what I mean? I want to win. So like, but I thought, rare. It's opportunity, get dressed up, get my mum and dad, get the people that have been around me my missus, my family, my siblings, I'm saying. So for that alone, I was like, we got there and it was nice. Like, it was good. All the mandem was there. Do you know what I mean? So that was like, that was a good moment. Mm. But it's funny that night, yeah, because I don't know, the thing is, the audio on the on the video, you must have seen it on YouTube. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the audio is not so good. But on my speech, I said, um, I'm proud to be from North Kensington. I'm even prouder. I, I, I thanked my parents first. Yeah. Then I said, oh, I'm proud to be from North Kensington. No, I'm proud to be from Kensington and Chelsea. I'm even more proud to be from North Kensington. Yeah. The reason I said that is because when people think of Kensington and Chelsea, they think it's a rich borough. Yeah, it is a rich yeah, borough. Yeah. But North Ken is the poor side. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, for example, the life expectancy of a male in North Kensington is 15 years less than the life expectancy of a male in South Kensington. Mm. That's 15 minutes on the bus. Yeah. 
you're you lost 15 years that's mad do you know what i'm saying so things like that man and so north kensington is like the poorer side so that's the thing where and people know if you're from kensington chelsea you know what what that means then i said we're sitting in the back the cheap seats in the back mm. the reason i said that was because again kensington chelsea's got a, like so diverse type of people you've got some people that are really really rich and mm. these boris johnson types mm. should we say yeah so there's a boris johnson type on the mic mm. he wasn't a he wasn't a presenter but he was just someone i don't know who he was um and he was like oh can, he basically said said like a snide remark he was like oh can you hear me in the back in the cheap seats or something like that he said that that's what he said bruv mm. and i'm like that vexed me mm. that i was so annoyed i was mm. so angry bruv mm. my missus was like no i was like i was like no let's i want to go i, mm. I want to go who's it how can you do that yeah. your disrespect we all paid our ticket yeah. we talk, how can you do it even that like that that annoyed me yeah and then I was like, that was, wait, that was before you got your award. That well, was before, yeah. 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 So uh, I was in my head, I was like, then I started thinking, well, is this just, did this bring, you know, you start thinking, like, are we just here to make up the, the quota? Yeah. I was angry. I was angry anyway. So then my missus had a word with me anyway. <laughs> so she's yeah. good for that. Big up, big up the missus. Yeah. Yeah. So big then up, big up. she was like, so I said, calm. I was like, I, I wanted to go though. So we sat down. Then, then when the awards, obviously, when the awards come, and I'm like, boy, I don't know. I don't know because the other businesses were good and like I said again when you're looking at the team mm. everyone's there with their teams yeah. so you've got the seats there's everyone sitting there it's like this company here with their whole staff team that company they have the whole staff team like I said at the time it was literally just me and I hired like I work you know I hire a coach here but the coaches they're, they're not so invested in the company that they're necessarily going to come I just had my friends and family with me yeah. so I'm like thinking to myself but then I've been in those situations before when I'm like, it's literally me versus, and then I'm looking, I'm thinking, right, there's a fat team over there. Mm -hmm. There's a team over there, like in a business situation. Then obviously, yeah, man, it was, um, then I could remember Belinda was like, that's my missus. She was like, oh, I could hear her. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. And I'm, I'm like thinking, babe, stop. Because if I don't win, you saying it's going to just up, like, it's yeah, a mad yeah, one. Do yeah, you yeah. I mean it's you're getting me anticipated? If I don't, <laughs> no, me <laughs> you're gassing me up. You're gassing me up. And if they don't say you think for that, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. So then they said it, brother. And it was like, and the point, winner is yeah, Christopher <laughs> Herbert. Was it? No, fit for life, yeah. And the winner what's is what's actual title of the award? A uh, best business startup 2019. Wow. So yeah, best business. And that was a proud moment. That was like a a crowning moment for all, everything that I've done. Mm -hmm. And that made me like, it kind of like made me feel like, yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm good at business. Like, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Cause you get motivation as well. Like to keep, to keep going, going as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, I feel like raw, man, you know, you look at it as, as a male and you, you know, you look around, you just look around the landscape and see, you know, this is what I'm doing. What, what's happening over there? What's happening over there? Obviously we keep focused, but you can't help. And you have to, it's good to look at your peers mm -hmm. and to look around just so you kind of know what the landscape's saying. So that for me was like, oh, you know what? Chris like you actually know what you're doing yeah. like that was like it was good for me personally do you know what I mean so you know what I'll clap for you again man I'll clap for you again, clap for you again. I've never actually spoke about about that still no man never spoke to. about that yeah man you always brush it aside man mm. don't mm. have to shed too light too much light on your achievements innit yeah. but I know it's a way to stay humble but at the same time it's also a way to inspire people as well to, to show that this is what you end up receiving in it yeah. through your hard work yeah and now if anything that was like the start of your journey so yeah like, that has to be mentioned yeah no so. thank you no thank you for that bro because yeah i've never actually spoke about that man and it's um it's weird because i remember it very vividly yeah. very vividly so so yeah i can't remember what the, what the question nah, was cool. no but, um, i remember in it but yeah that's no, good that you mentioned that because 
Either as I mentioned later in it, but you brought mm. it forward, but okay. it's cool. So back to what I was saying about the challenges that you yeah. face for fit for life youth. Yeah. In terms of establishing it, um, what were they and like what made you keep going even though you're facing those challenges? It's just it's mainly it's like, you know, when you're coming out of nowhere, mm. literally, you know, luckily for me, I mean I wasn't coming to soul out of nowhere. I'd done a lot of work in the community before. Mm. So jobs I'd had before, I'd worked in schools, um, I'd worked in I'd worked with the council, like in the play service. So but you're still kind of, it's no longer like, oh, Chris on the play service. It's Chris from Fit for Life Youth. What's that? Who's this? Mm. Like, so people not necessarily want to take a chance with you, mm. you know? And then it's also when you've got kind of people that are, or organisations, you know, it's in Kensington, there's a lot of people that kind of do similar things. Mm. So you're trying to differentiate yourself, but then also trying to collaborate, but mm. then trying to stay original. Do you know what I mean? So you're kind of doing a dance half mm. the time. So, you know, then, you know, people maybe trying to say things I don't want to go into too much but you know like people yeah. that are like oh yeah no don't use them or or you know even people have come to me and said oh you know like there's people in the council that like not everyone's on your side basically mm. do you know what I mean or, or you know things like that but it's hard man there's there's so many challenges day to day financial challenges mm. like, but, how, but how do you get past that because like for one you said people are not trying to give you a chance and so mm. like what does it take because people could easily be affected by that deeply and eventually mm. give up like yeah. no one's giving me a chance yeah it's like something has to give for you to eventually um achieve what it is that you want to achieve in it or to keep persisting so mm. like what happened for you to be like you know what i'm still gonna keep going bruv i think i'm a very i'm resilient you know yeah, and yeah. even when i'm not resilient i try to even if i think i try to be i am resilient mm. because i try to be resilient mm. do you know what i mean and i think again that was for i've done a lot of sport growing up so i think sport is like such a good it's such a good metaphor for life it teaches you so much you know mm. um so that's what i drew i drew on that you know what i mean I, i'm not like i used to play football i played to a decent level mm. i'm nowhere near the best footballer mm. but i i can i hang do you know what mm. i mean i can hang at least i've done other sports i've done boxing i just so i've i've i always kind of i've done rugby do you know what i mean so it's like i've done mm. a lot of things so i've been in those moments where where it's not going my way and i've had to I've had to pull myself up and just and keep going. Mm. Even on even just growing up, like I said, how we how it was when I was younger on the estate, having to be so I just you draw on that, it forges your character. It's got to keep going because what's the alternative? Mm. The alternative is that you just stop. Mm. And then I wasn't really trying to stop. Like I'm not trying to stop. I've got more to do. You know, I think maybe similar to your with your podcast, you've got a bigger vision, you've got a big vision. Same to myself, where it's like I've got a vision, what I'm trying to achieve. So that's kind of make that's what makes me kind of keep going. I think mm. the way I'm not and as well. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna let you stop me. Like, if anyone's yeah, stopping yeah. me, it's gonna be me yeah, that stops yeah. me. Do you know what I'm saying it's not because you. So, you know, you get you get a bad review, or you get this, or you whatever it might be. You know, and I'm one thing I always try to do is I'll never let m the lack of money be the reason why I don't do something. Mm. It's like okay, now you gotta be creative. You haven't got the money. How can you get the money? Or what do you do? Can you change it? How can you do it so you don't need money? Maybe you can partner. What can you do? You have to be creative. Mm. So that was. So you're always thinking about solutions, isn't it? Yes, like, bro. Yes, I like bro. that. I like yes, that. Yes, bro. It's because funny you say it. it's like being a problem solver. Yeah. You know, like Eric Thomas is someone that I've I kind of I don't re watch him so much anymore. Um, but in the past I've seen him live a few times. If you don't mm. know who he is, Google him. He's 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 a big guy. He's good. So I, when I saw him live one time, he was like, "Life will kind of like you'll get your conversation in life based around how much of a problem solver you are, because mm. it's one big problem, and that's what it is. I'm like trying to trying to think okay boy what can we do how can we do this yeah. there's a is there an opportunity in this yeah maybe or even that opportunity is maybe that's not the right opportunity to take 
So you know, we just we we're going at we're 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 like a grassroots organization. Yeah. So we're going up against when we when it comes to like funding bids, you're going up against organizations that have been there for 30, 40 years, fifty yeah. years. They've got a whole infrastructure. We're we're still building our infrastructure. Yeah. So they've got someone. The roles that I do, they've got that's someone's job. Yeah. So you have to write a funding bid. That's typically how it works in the voluntary sector. You know, mm. there'll be funding. You've got to write a bid to get the funding. I've got to fit that into my day. Or I've got, yeah, I've got to fit that into my week. Somebody, that's their job. They haven't got to do nothing else. They just come in, they write a bid, mm. and that's their job. Do you know what I mean? So you're yeah. going up against, you're competing against those for funding. That's a lot, man. That's a mm. lot, yeah. Mm. But I like what you said, though. Like, obviously, you're talking about um, finding solutions, but mm. also it's the fact that you can't allow other people to dictate your life, innit? Just uh. because someone says no doesn't mean you have to accept that no, innit? Like, yeah. it's what can you do? Like, yeah. Because a lot of the time, people give away their potential, their life, their freedom, just because of another person. But in the end of the day, it's your life. Like, mm. If you're going to be successful or you're going to achieve what it is that you set out to do, the only person that can stop you is yourself, innit? Yep. And I think that's so strong that you <sighs> just carried on because like, a lot of people could be in situations where things are not going away. Mm. So like, just listen to what you've said so far. They can easily just see that, you know what, Like, if things ain't going for my way, I need to think about what else I can do. Mm. Maybe I have to go to a, through a different route. But, just because they say no doesn't mean it's the end. Exactly. Like, exactly. I feel like people give up too much. So that honestly, man's feeling it. <laughs> feeling it. No, I agree with you, man. I mean, it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. Nothing, nothing ever worthwhile is easy, bro. Like nothing. If you look at again, I like you sports examples. You know, if you run a marathon, it's not easy. Mm. Even if it looks easy on a day, it wasn't easy because you yeah. had to train for however many yeah, months yeah. you had to do. Whatever it might be, you know, boxing, football. It's not easy. It's hard. And that's just me. I'm a sport. But if you're like, if you a musician, a musician, or you're a dancer, you might go and watch the play. And say, oh, they smashed it. They did, how many rehearsals did those actors go through? Before, and go, how many no's did they get? Mm. You got to be strong, man. It's not, you know. And that's and that's where you know what as well. The main thing I do when I think when I get to a situation and I think this is where this is where the win is. This is where the win is because mm. this is the time where X amount of people are gonna stop. So if I keep going, this is more likely that I'm gonna be successful. Mm. You see what I mean? Because Say there's 100 people, 80 of those people will just be like, oh, this is long. Mm. So now it's only me versus, the t- I'm in the 20% now. So, so yeah, man, just try and just keep going. It's mad because like, me personally, I feel like once you're getting to something close, sorry, getting closer to something, there's always like a challenge or a little yeah. test. Like even your little moment where you got your, um, you when you got annoyed <laughs> at that person. That, if anything, you could have left and not been able yeah. to receive your award. Yeah, mad. Imagine like, that. I don't just imagine, uh... before you was actually going to get your award. That's mad. But yeah, in, exactly. in in the bigger um picture, like I honestly feel like once you're getting closer things, you're gonna face like a bigger challenge and like those sort of tools that you're using to overcome it, that's mm. what's gonna lead to your success success for whatever it is that you've set out to do, in it. So mm. like no, well done for that. Thank you. In man. terms of like fit for life youth, are there any vacancies available uh, or any need of funding? Boy. We're always yeah, funding, man. We need funding all the time. So yeah. yeah. But I'm not thinking, you know, we do, what's quite, you know what I've realised with now, especially with the next phase of where we've opened the gym now, mm. 151 Freston Road. Mm. That's no, what I'm saying. Yeah, 151 Freston Road for the man there. Right, cool. I had yeah. that in the description as well, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Cool. But um, yeah, where we've opened it now, it's good because we're attracting people now because we have a base. Yeah. So we've got like a hub, you know, like a flagship. Because when we were doing things around the community, but it's, I'm glad we've got both sides because mm. we're still in the community. We're still in schools. We're still in community centres. We're still in youth clubs. So that's good because you have that presence yeah, and we can yeah. now bring people to us. Yeah. But we've also got a hub where people can come in and we've got our own projects that are running mm. that we run ourselves. 
So, you know, I mean, yeah, we're, we're looking for, we, if anyone's honestly on the rules, anyone wants to get in touch with us, get in touch. New projects, we always, we've got, we've got our timetable. We've got new, um, we've got a lot of space on there. Mm. So always, man, always like looking for, for, for help. Cool, cool. And what's the long-term vision for Fit for Life Youth? It's changed so much over the years. Mm. So I, remember, I remember um I watched a video in it. I seen that years ago. One of your aims was to actually get your own spot. Now you got that. Let bruv, let me tell you something actually, yeah. This is mad, yeah? Yeah. So you've done your research. You've done your research. So yeah, bro. So you see when I said that, yeah. that was in October half term. That was October, that's a year ago. Mm. That was a year ago. Come Wait, did you already know it was, it was no. gonna come? Mad. Oh you didn't? Nah. Oh. See what I'm saying? It's mad because when I saw like the timing, I thought, oh, maybe you knew in it, but you're just saying, okay, it once wasn't even. That- it wasn't even like, because all right, I'll give you the whole story. All right, go. So that happened in October um, when I made that. So just to be, everyone hasn't watched it. So we did a three year anniversary. That was a three year anniversary yeah, video yeah. we did. I, I had the link to the description yeah. as well. Yeah. Thank you. So that was, um, and one of the plan, and it has been, bro. Actually, the gym owning the gym has been like a dream of mine from when I was in that like, secondary school. Mm. like but it was kind of a dream that I never thought I'd achieve yeah, it was just yeah. a dream you not know, like a dream like it wasn't like a even it was something I thought oh that'd be nice so I've always worked in gyms I used to work in Fitness First LA Fitness um, Canon I worked in a lot of gyms mm. um, and then when I was in school one time I remember I was just thinking to myself I was like oh I'd be sick to have a gym a gym what would I call it I'd call it like Inspire like I mm. remember just I don't know I was in year 9 or year 10 or something anyway with so we were doing stuff in the community so we were doing stuff during lockdown. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna start doing sessions in the park. Mm. So, so we, I was like, where Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, seven a.m. Was it six? No, seven a.m. in the park, half an hour. And I was like, it was two reasons I did it. One, I needed it. Two, I knew other people needed it. And three, I thought, well, it's good, pro- it's good promotion, and we can use it as a fundraising opportunity as well. Mm. So it was like I put a video out on on Instagram. I was like, look, starting from. Monday, starting from next week I'm going to be here Monday, Wednesday, Friday if you want to come you can come it's free session mm. if you want to make a donation you can if you don't you don't just let's come and train it got popping like we was having like 20 people turning up it was mm. actually sick it was so banging Yeah. like so that was going on through COVID every, for all that whole time Monday and then even other trainers like friends of mine that was trainers like oh like can I come mm. cool then even like one of my other friends then that was what I was doing for Fit Up For Life Youth Yeah. yeah. then one of my friends he was like for us for the man them he was like rare on sundays this was his idea big up luke he was like oh we're just gonna train on sunday just come and train mm-hmm. and that was so sick like you know like we were speaking a little bit about mental health before yeah. and that was like such a those especially more so than the ones because fit for life youth ones was good but i was working mm. so i was still training but i was like working when i was doing the ones on sundays with, with, the, with the man them it was just with the man them it was just mm. chilling it was just messing around and I remember the first one, this was the whole, this was the height of COVID. And then like, I, we came, there was in the park, rocked up. These times I hadn't seen man for a little while, you know, oh, your hair, bruv, you know, no barbers yeah. were closed. Oh, man tried to trim himself. You know all the jokes? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, da, 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 da. Then um, I see one of my bridges and like, I was like, what are you saying? So I gave him the elbow, innit? You know, like yeah, the elbow yeah. thing. I was like, what are you doing? I was saying, man, it's cool to stay safe. Just grab me, innit? <laughs> grab me, hug me, yeah? Then my next boy jumped on and, all, and I, was like, I was like, it just felt nice, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I swear, man, it was so like, and it felt weird at the same time. It was like, oh, like, you know, you're thinking all the stuff seen on the news and all that kind of stuff. 
So then, um, bro, you didn't realize how much you needed that as well, innit? Bro, I needed it, man. It was sick. It was banging, and it just got big. Mm. So then this was so, and obviously I was doing that on a Sunday with the man. Then then on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I was doing that. So that got big. Anyway, once COVID kind of stopped and it was going into the to the summer months, I start. I said, bro, I'm gonna keep this going on a Saturday morning. So Saturday morning, we're gonna keep it going. Five pounds if you wanna come. I used to, this was one of my young people used to bring him with me. Mm. Used to do do it with me. Used to pay him and stuff. I had a boxing bag at home. So bring my boxing, bring my equipment from my house. Mm. So in my car, throw it in the car, get to the park, do the stuff in the park, getting like 15, 20 people just running around the park in the morning, like 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Mm. That's going well. See, council heard about it. Because we was, and we was also doing stuff, we was doing a lot during lockdown. We were doing stuff online for yeah, the council. Yeah, yeah. So now council are like, oh, we want to, we're going to come offline now. We want to bring it back to, to real life. It's mm. like, yeah, cool. That's banging. Like, that's, that's, that's what we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that makes sense. So then they were like, oh, you know, what would you want to do? I was like, oh, well, we, we do this session and we could do some other sessions. So we then transitioned, and it was good timing because it was the end of summer. So it was like going to start getting colder. Mm. So the timing was perfect. So I said to everyone, look, we're going to now be doing these sessions in 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 the community centre. It's called The Curve. Mm. Um, it's shut down now. I'm going to get onto that. So yeah, it's called The Curve. So it was going there, doing it there. And I was like, perfect. It's always free because the count is funded by the council. Mm. So you just turn up, tell people, that, got, that was banging, was running that. Nice. Things going well, plus everything else that's going on. Get an email. Oh, the curve will be shutting down in whatever. We got an email in October. The curve will be shutting down in whatever month. I can't remember now. Um, we will relocate you to somewhere within the community uh, to continue your sessions. Mm. But even deep it again, that's another challenge. Yeah. Before. Bruv, you know what it is, yeah? You know with me, yeah? When you say challenges, I. It's hard for me to think about yeah, it yeah. until I go into it because I don't, yeah. I just go. I don't really think. So yeah, I don't yeah, feel yeah. like, I know it's a challenge, but I just take it. So it's, yeah. this is a challenge actually. Yeah, so it's yeah. a good answer to your but question. You know what I'm saying? How like certain big yeah. challenging happened just before something nice yeah. happened as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, happening yeah, again. This, now I'm reliving it now. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you're right. So this was a challenge actually. Yeah, it's a good answer. So like, we get the email. I'm like, oh, man, like, what am I going to do? Again? Get an, mm. And as well, as much as, I was doing other stuff in other. I'm yeah, doing yeah. stuff all over the all over Grove. This I'm in like three or four community centers. Mm. It's good, but again, it's long because I'm bringing my kettlebells from here, my dumbbells, my weights. Oh, I left my gloves in that gym. Oh, I've got to go mm. back. I've got to get there. Put up the bag before because they've got a music class in here. After it's it takes its toll. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm sick of this, man. I'm sick of this. Had enough. So then I was like, they're moving us, and where they're gonna move us to? Mm. Don't know. Then I thought, you know what? Then as well, I remember speaking to my, to my missus as well. And I was like, like, what am I gonna, what should I do? Because now, oh, I, said, I, was, I was like, you know what, I'm done. I'm stopping. Yeah, I'm, yeah, this yeah. is long. I'm just going to, we're still doing everything else. This is just something we're not going to do. I'll go back to the parks in summer. She's like, Ray, you're just going to let all those people go. Like, you're just going to stop. Like, wow, that's a good point. I remember one time, one of the sessions, I hadn't told the members yet. And we're doing, the end of the session, we're stretching. And, and people are just, it's a community, isn't it? Like, mm. It's a community. People are busting joke. People are, and I'm looking, I'm like, no man, I can't lose this. Mm. I can't. Mm. I can't lose. I can't let this go. Like I can't. I said no. I'm gonna look into the lease for the building for the curve. So a bit of a backstory now. The curve was set up in response to Grenfell. Mm. So it was a community centre. When Grenfell happened, it opened. They opened. They got the lease for this building. It wasn't. A, it was a. It wasn't used. It was an unoccupied building. They turned it into community centre. So a lot of amazing things happened there, um, for survivors for the community X Y Z. They've obviously got to a point where they thought 
for whatever reason, they, they're stopping, they're closing the community centre now. Mm. So the project we was doing was obviously, everything in the, in the curve was free. Mm. That's why it was all funded by the council. It's free, it's closed now. It closed in June, I think. So we, so anyway, so that was that. So I was thinking to myself, well, the lease is coming up. Let me just find out about this lease. Mm. Let me just find out. It's a lease, it's business. Yeah. So I've called, I've called the, I've gone outside, there's things there, leased, so I called the number. I had to run around a little a little bit, got a few folk, like the guy was a bit long, but eventually got in, got in touch with them, spoke to them, had a talk about, they saw, the, the peas were mad though. Like, yeah. It was a lot of money. It was like yeah. hundred grand for the year, mm. including that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was like, boy. I was saying, mm, like it's calm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, <laughs> trust me. And then I had my mentor, I've got a mentor. Yeah. yeah. So I was chatting to my mentor, but no, but this actually, before I even spoke to her, it sparked an idea when I was like, wait a minute, I could have the gym. And then also, because the it's a whole community, it's not just a gym, there's, it's got three floors, mm. you know, it's a big building. I was like, rare, we could we could rent out, my plan was rent out the other two floors to businesses, mm. that's bringing us money. Then we use the ground floor for like a, a community centre, we have the gym, mm. then we do youth projects, basically everything we're doing now, mm. basically, yeah, that was the plan, besides the, the hiring, because I'm going to go that part. Um, I was like, raw, let's, let's, let's do that. Looked into the lease, then I thought, then I, then I started speaking to my mentor, and she was like, you know, you don't actually need, like, if they, because I was like, oh, I hope they say yes. So you've got to put, got to put a bid in or put, mm. you know, application in to get it. And I was like, where the money, you know, start thinking about money. I said, well, let's put in an offer just for the ground floor. Mm. So we don't have to go for the whole building. Let's put in an offer for the ground floor. They, and but I said, she said as well, give them a proposal, like tell them what you're doing, tell them your story, tell them everything about you just to kind of get them maybe because they, they might be, they might even donate it to you for free. Mm. So because of the work you're doing for the community. Like, cool. Then obviously start getting phone calls. Other people, because the word gets out. Mm. Oh, then, you know, Chris is looking into the lease. Start getting a couple of phone calls. People, and I know it's like people saying to me, oh, this person's going for the lease as well. This millionaire from Notting Hill Gate mm. is going to buy the building. So I'm thinking to myself, raw, is, is this even going to happen? Mm. So then when it came to it now, I was like, I actually realised this is where it came from. Nothing. You see, like from an adversity, you bring in something else. Mm. I was like, right, this has birthed an idea. I was like, I don't actually need the curve to do this. Mm. I don't need this building to do this. I could mm. do this anywhere. So I put, a, I, put I spoke to the, um, to the to the estate agent. He said, I'll, I'll speak to the landlord. We'll get back to you in a few days. Got back to me. He's like, oh, unfortunately, I remember I was out. It was raining. I was out. I was in Portobello Market. And he was like, oh, um, yeah, the landlord's basically said, no, we want the whole building. We don't want to just hire out just the, the thing. We want to do the whole building. Mm. So no, I was upset. I'm saying I was like, I was touched. Because then I'm, I'm like, nah, I don't actually need it to be here. Mm. So then I chat, the guy was cool. He was cool enough. I said, well, do you know anywhere else? Like, have you got other properties? Because it's not the only property in London, yeah, like yeah. in West London. And he goes, oh, we don't. But you know what? Give these guys a call. They've got a few spaces around in, in North Kensington. So I was sick. So I called them. The bread, I left a voicemail on his phone. Then I remember then, this is, this is when I get, like, this is when I get activated now. Because I'm in Portobello. I'm like, wait a minute. There was a sign outside the curve saying for lease. I'm just gonna walk around the manor and just look and see. Cause yeah, I've never yeah, cause yeah. I don't know what I'm looking for before yeah, I know yeah. looking. So but I'm walking, it was raining. I remember looking here, took like taking numbers, going into buildings that look empty, trying to find, just trying to pattern up basically, trying to find somewhere. Going around, made a few phone calls to people that I know that know things in the community that are going around trying to find. I had a session late that day in a school in the school my phone rings I see the number it's the number for the stage isn't it? like I was with one of my one of my um, team members I said mm. to her just take over went guy called up really nice guy 
called up. It's like, oh yeah, I said, look, this is the situation. We're ready to go. Because we had, you know, I said, we've, we've got this amount of money. We're, we're good to go. We're, we're mm-hmm. just looking for somewhere. Say, so oh, okay, we've got maybe two or three locations. I can I can meet you. If you send me your email address or something, just email or whatever. We can meet on Monday. So I think I did. I got back. I emailed him. Didn't hear nothing back from him though, over the weekend. Monday, mm-hmm. didn't hear nothing back. I'm sweating now, thinking like, wow, what's going on? Then he called me later that day saying, oh, um, sorry, he's whatever. He didn't check his emails or something like that. So I met with him. He took me to, to 151 Freston Road, W1060. Mm. He, took, he took me there, yeah. So he took me there. I'm looking, I'm like, yo. And I knew the place already. So yeah, it's yeah. an old jujitsu. Like if you're into jujitsu, um, Roger Gracie's like, okay. Yeah, if you're into that, you'll know about them. They're like the Michael Jordan of, of jujitsu. Oh, okay. right? So, yeah. And I used to walk past there. It's Brazilian jujitsu. I used to walk past there. It's in the ends, isn't it? So I used to walk past when I was younger. Never went in. So I'm in there and I'm like, rah, it's banging. And like, this is it. Like, it's, this is, this is, this is it. This is sick. Mm. And as well, the price was nice. And I was like, well, we can afford this. We could do this. He showed me a few other places, but I was really like, nah, this is it. And mm. so that was actually how we got the place. And that was that was all happened in the space of like so from the curve shutting down, mm. getting that email, before I even before I even had any vision of we were cool, we were calm, we yeah, were coasting, yeah, yeah. was nice, thing was running, got that email, and it just it just lit that fire. So everything that we wanted to do, like everything that I spoke about on that video, mm. which is what's is what's happening now. So even like one one time when I was I met with somebody at one stage and he was asking me. He's done quite well in business. He was asking us, so what's the, you know, what's your plans? And I was like, listen, man, if you'd asked me this three months ago, I would have told you what we're doing right now is the plan. Mm. I want to get our own building. I want to do this, that, and the third, which we're currently doing. So again, yeah, so to answer your original question, that was a setback that actually mm. was a setup because now we've got this, we've got our own space, which is, which is, I'm, and I'm very proud of it, man. I'm mm. proud of it. You know, it's, it's, it, on so many reasons. Clap again. Oh, Aye. <laughs> Right, yeah, so it's yeah, hard yeah. to think, you know. Like, I'm actually mm. just deep in it. Mm. In every challenge, there's always been a discovery. Mm. Always. Yeah, yeah. Like, even in just what you're just saying, like, yeah. there's a doubt, there's a feeling of wanting to give up. Your missus tells you to keep going, you persist, you get what you wanted. Yeah. Like, it's mad. Yeah. And it's just the same old cycle. Yeah. Because in each situation, you've got a decision whether to stop or continue. Yeah. Yeah, it was mad. And then even so we we still deliver our sessions. Yeah. So the sessions the sessions we started delivering, we now deliver them still free to community. And then what this was this was a good move that I did, yeah. I was like, what about all the all the other you see what I said about the Zumba, the mm. salsa? Because I'm not gonna go into that too much, but basically there was a load of there was a load of other things that were happening that the community were using. Mm. That we're just gonna stop or get relocated. We're literally oh, we're right across the road from the curb, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> so yeah, that was it. Made it even better. Like it's literally right across the road, yeah. literally. So it's like we we're still. So I said to the council, you can't like me. I'm a. I got that mind. Mm. Like I'll, I'll pattern up. Like and think what we're gonna do. Mm. You've got some people that are delivering. The, the community people that you brought in and said, oh, um, we want to do this for community. What can you do for us? What can you do? And now you're basically turfing them. Mm. So I said you need to do a transition. You can't just and as well the community need it. Mm. So then now that's why they're delivering a lot of those things out of our site. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So so we're still so it's it's hitting on so many levels because we're still like that's why we get a lot of people in. They don't even come. They don't pay anything. They just come. They do Zumba. They do this. We got a music school starting soon. We got you know what I mean other things like that. So it's um and it's come from that. Like people's asking me, oh, how did you do this? Like how did you 
how did the council give you? How did you get? I said, bro, I made a phone call. Mm. I swear, that's all I did. I made a phone call. So I guess if yeah, if anyone's watching this, just you gotta get busy, bro. You gotta mm. get busy, man. People like waiting, like that's what people they wait. Oh no, the council have to do this for us. That's do that. I said, nah, man. You need to do it for yourself, and then they'll come and join you. you know what I'm saying, mm. God helps those who help themselves. You know what I'm saying, mm. you gotta push. So, so yeah, man. I made a phone call. That's all I did. That's yeah. all I did. And then everything else. That's it. If I didn't, I could have been waiting. I just picked up the phone and made a call. So, if you if you're thinking of something you want to do, just get busy. Where's the camera there? Yeah, get busy. If you're it's trying fast, to do man. something, yeah. Like, even faith is empty without works as well. Like it's the same thing, man. So I'm like, saying you gotta put the work in. So like, yeah. Boy, it's mad. I was getting speechless, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking everything you're saying. Like, it's just so mad how everything's worked out mm. based on your choices. Yeah. And it's fine lines, fine yeah. margin. Yeah. It is, man. It's been a lot, man. It's a long right. journey, man. 